welcome to The Upward Way, the podcast that assists the navigation of life with biblical insights from a Christian counselor. I'm your host, Steve Harness. Life is a journey, and we can find God's best for our lives. Each podcast, we take a question from our listening audience and answer two basic questions. What does the Bible say about this? And what does this mean for me? Together, let's discover the upward way. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our program today. We're really glad you've tuned in to be a part of the upward way and hope that you'll take some time to forward and to post any of these episodes that are a blessing to you. I'm here with Natalie, and we're looking forward to our next question in today's edition. Okay, so our question for today is something that um, I would say a majority of couples uh, deal with. The question is, my husband and I were raised completely different. I didn't think it would matter, but now I'm not so sure. What can we do? Great question. Sometimes if that is allowed to fester, if you would, or to grow, the differences may seem even greater. And so I'm glad this person is trying to get help before it gets to a real breaking point in a relationship. There's hope for you. And so being raised completely different, sometimes you've perhaps heard a statement, love is blind. And, and certainly in the early weeks or months or even years, maybe we're blind to the differences. And that, that could be a good thing, especially after you're married, that, uh, that love trumps or preempts any possible differences. But the scripture says many things about this. In Amos 3.3, 3, it's a Jewish maxim or just a general type statement that they would say. And it's a universal truth. And it's a question. Can two walk together except they be agreed? And that is a good question. You know, are we going to go the same direction in life? I think it's very important whenever uh, a man and a woman decide this is the person God wants for me to marry, they need to examine their lives and make sure they're spiritually aligned. And a lot of times people think, well, just if they're a Christian, then that's good enough for me. But if they don't love Jesus to the same degree, or at least go in the same direction as you are, then that would be in violation of 2 Corinthians 6.14. And a similar passage, which talks about being not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. You could be on a different spiritual plane with somebody who even says they're a Christian. So uh, you want to make sure the person is saved, that they're baptized, they followed the Lord and believers' baptism, that they're really a, a disciple of Christ. That tells a lot about where their heart is and that they're walking with God. It's not so much where a person comes from, but where they're going. So let's say there's a big difference in uh, a person's background. I could imagine uh, parenting styles, how to uh, have conflict resolution, how do you resolve conflict, things such as this, and there's many other areas. And this is before, before marriage. These are the qualities to look for in somebody before marriage. Once you're married, then that person is God's will for you now. And so then you can figure out those things together. Right. Absolutely. And that's where that love is blind really becomes important because love covers a multitude of sins if there is sin and also disagreements. 
whenever you love somebody, it can it can overcome anything like that. That's why love is, is said to be so powerful in First Corinthians. So uh, there's some of these these differences here. What are we going to do? What we can choose to focus upon what we do agree about. I suppose another way to say that would be unity and agree to have unity in your home. And that's something that you choose. And contentment, unity, love, all of these are choices that you can make as a spouse. Another thought is the question they ask, what can we do? And First Peter 3, 7 says, Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel, and as being heirs together of the grace of life, that your prayers be not hindered. So God is telling these men, dwell with your wife according to knowledge. It's good to know about your wife, know her likes, know her dislikes. It's good to know where you disagree, where you can talk things through. And, you know, I'm no longer surprised. I no longer have to get angry about this. And, and let's choose to uh, know each other. Notice the next phrase, giving honor unto the wife as unto the weaker vessel. So, so showing honor is a choice. And I'll honor my spouse. And uh, husbands are called and are instructed several times to love your wife. And that includes in, in times when you disagree or when you don't understand something. It's just, it goes back to your, your choice. And from the wife perspective, um, God's word says that we're supposed to reverence, love, submit, and obey um, when it comes to our husbands. And if you talk things out, a lot of times you can find that middle ground where you can still do all those things and come to a good agreement of what's good, whether it's parenting or whatever the disagreement is on and um, really work together. I think a starting point, though, if someone's struggling with this, um, the Bible says we're two or more gathered in my name, that he's there with us. And there's, there really is something special when a husband and wife pray together, even when they're in disagreement, because they um, are coming before God. And two Christians that are saved, that is one thing that they agree on, is that the God in heaven is their God. And so it does something special in binding them together. So it's a good place right. to start. It's hard to fight or be angry when you're praying together. Even if there's disagreements, you know, somebody has to eventually make the final call. And like Natalie's saying, to have reverence for your husband and and the husband is supposed to give honor to his wife. And so there's going to be almost this, this mutual compromise here if you are walking with God and seeking him together to well, we had a, bit, a different background, or maybe something wasn't quite the way that I thought it was whenever we first got married, but this can be worked out. There's no issue in your marriage that cannot be resolved if you're both seeking the Lord and both come together in great humility. And so I would encourage whoever is having a, a struggle with this, whatever relationships are out there struggling, uh, come together with humility, choose to agree to show honor, choose love, no matter what the differences are, and just just pray and work it out. It's possible, and God can do that. And what a wonderful thing that the end of this is your marriage will be stronger, you'll be walking closer with the Lord. And if you say, wow, I didn't expect there to be conflict, news flash, it's in everybody's <laughs> life. <laughs> Even ours. <laughs> yes, right, right. Just five minutes ago, we were, no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> 
Um, it was 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes no. ago, right. <laughs> now, every, every relationship, no matter how godly the spouses are, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be battles. There's, there'll be testing, temptations, things like this. So don't think that you're an exception to struggles because you're not. All of us will have uh, difficulties that we face in relationships. It's part of the human experience. And it's the toughest thing, relationships. But you can work through it. And we realize that sometimes both husband and wife are wanting to please the Lord. And sometimes there's either a husband or a wife who doesn't really care. And you might feel alone, but you still don't have to give up. Um, There's still plenty that you can do. Study God's word and you can still find that middle ground and and please the Lord and reverence your husband or um, honor your wife. Right. Absolutely. So it's better to obey God than man. And at the same time, you can still show love towards your husband or show uh, honor to your wife if, if they're the one that's rebelling against God. But a lot of times when there's conflict, there's there's sin in both people. And so just make sure that you look at your own self and your own walk with God before you start throwing rocks or condemning, uh, you know, in your mind and verbally uh, your spouse. So we give you great hope. Maybe you have some great differences, but your unity and the similarities in Jesus Christ are much greater. If today's episode has been a help to you, please give us a five-star rating and post a positive review about the program. We would love to answer your questions too. Just go to wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio. That's wiltonbaptistchurch.com slash radio to submit your question. Thanks for listening today. Let's choose the upward way. Thank you.